0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Five Easy Things, the podcast. I'm Yolanda Albergati, your host. I am coming at you live from Golden Ox Studios here in Cleveland, Ohio. So glad to have you on this journey where we discover and explore five actionable tips or hacks to help you live your best life. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button and also leave us a review and let us know how we're doing.
1: Kurt here from Chucks and Chagrin. Today's question is from Merle O. What is the best glass to use when serving a particular wine? I prefer a big one. But any glass that doesn't leak will enhance your experience. For more practical advice, come on down to Chucks Fine Wines, the legendary Chagrin Valley destination since
0: 1946. Cheers. Cheers. All right. Hey, everybody. I'm glad, always glad to be back in front of the mic, and I'm super excited for you to hear from my next guest. Hey, Jeremy. How are you doing? Hey, Londa. Good. All right. Will you tell everybody who you are, what you do, and how they can reach out to you?
1: Sure. I'm Jeremy Mumpower. I'm uh, owner and principal of a branding agency in Columbus, Ohio called Conspire. Uh, We build brands on purpose And you can find us at www.conspire.agency.
0: I love it. So it's funny because we got connected from LinkedIn. So I'm telling you, listeners, if you're not on LinkedIn, you're missing out on some (laughs) amazing opportunities to meet some amazing people. So, Jeremy, tell me, what five things are you going to share with us?
1: Well, just a bit of trivia Uh uh, before I get started. I don't know if I have a chance in the five things conspire to us actually means connect people to purpose and inspire them to move. So it's that mashup of connect and inspire. And so that's a little bit relevant when we talk about networking too. And I know that you are uh, the networking queen. So I just wanted to throw that in there score some points.
0: I love that. And, and I wouldn't say I'm the queen, but I do love to connect and network. Absolutely.
1: There you go. So uh, for, to answer your question, uh, the five things that I want to talk about is um, how five ways you can build a brand of purpose.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay. I'm, I'm, you got me. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> What's number one? <laughs> well,
1: if you're going to build anything, um, you're going to have goals in mind. So these are, I love alliteration. So all of my ways, the five ways are going to be P words. Mm. And so the first one is points. You have to know uh, what your point A and your point B is, you know, to get towards those goals and to have a plan, you have to know where you're starting and where you got to go.
0: I love that. That's the purpose part, right? Got to have purpose.
1: Absolutely. All these have to do with purpose. Mm-hmm. I love. wouldn't that. have it any other way.
0: Love it. What's number two then?
1: Two is about uh, your value proposition. So every company, every organization has products or services, and you got to know how to position those um, in a unique way, like in a way to differentiate differentiate Mm -hmm. yourself. So, you know, products, services, either one that you have, you might have both. You need a unique selling proposition.
0: A unique selling proposition to set you apart from everyone else. Love that.
1: Absolutely. You got to stand out. There's a lot of noise out there, as we all know.
0: I know. I heard somebody say there's a lot of noise. You want to be the harmony, right? That kind of sets (laughs) you apart from everybody else singing that little one note. Be that harmony note that is above or beyond. you know. Very cool. So you got to have that. I like that a lot.
1: Yeah. Yeah, We talk about being positively disruptive, right? When you catch that harmony, it's going to make you, your ears perk up and you pay attention. So, you know, to stand out from that noise, you're going to be positively disruptive.
0: Positively disruptive. I love, (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. All right. What's number three.
1: Number three is place. You got to know your place. And so we talk about that sometimes as competitive landscape, Mm -hmm. um, Sometimes you're looking for emulators, like um, best-in-class examples of, of um, what you can create. And so we sometimes we call it marketplace because it's not really always about direct competitors. Mm-hmm. But you got to know what's out there, what people are exposed to, so that you can know um, what's being done well. Um, so you can be different. Uh, what's being done not well, so you can find some white space where you can really fulfill a need and stand out. Mm-hmm. So... Place is super important. And then you can drill it down to things like geographic location, um, cultural differences. um, Things like that are very important to consider.
0: So when you say um, place, is that how some people might describe niching, like finding your specific group of people? Or are you are you just saying a broad, like, place of where you fit in? Because I know niching is something that, it's the trend word. Like, what's yeah. your niche, right? And, and I, for this podcast, I didn't really know what that was. Like, I don't have a niche because we talk about everything under the sun, right? But then yeah. I guess for what you, from your perspective, uh, finding my place, my place was, I want to be the go-to for information junkies. It doesn't matter what they want to find out, whatever it Mm -hmm. is, my place is to connect them with those five things that are going to help them. Right. So I guess is, is niche and place kind of the same thing in, in your way of thinking?
1: Yeah, I think it can be, Mm -hmm. you know, um, if, if you want to be the go-to for five things, mm-hmm. um, that obviously means there are other places people can look for, um, that information. So niching would, to me would mean, how do I position myself to stand out? You know, and that's where, you know, you, you need to look around and see what the competitive set is. Who do you need to stand out against? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how, you know, where the bar is set. Um, the other thing you can do, like I said, if, if, it, within that competitive set, no one's doing what you intend to do, then you know you have that white space to really stand out and get noticed. Mm-hmm.
0: Love that white space. That's designer creative talk. <laughs> but oh, it's true, yeah. Right? It, it, if I get too creative,
1: sometimes I tell my team, like, we have to remember that we're scientists when we talk to our clients about our expertise. Yeah. And sometimes we can't use our language. We have to use the language of our clients. So we have to remember that if I get too, If I get too um, cute with my language, you just have to check me, okay?
0: Yeah, no, I I know that from my daughter, who's a graphic designer, and she's all about the white space. I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. That negative space. Don't be
1: afraid of it. Embrace (laughs) that white space.
0: (laughs) I love it. What's uh, number four?
1: Number four might be the most important, in my opinion. It's people. I mean, you Mm -hmm. have to know who you need to reach. Um, And those people, if you can inspire them, um, with emotion, if you can connect on an emotional level, most people make most decisions based on emotion, then you can get them to move. But if you're going to do that, you have to know what they're like, mm-hmm. you know, and I spend a lot of time talking with our clients, um, the people that they need to reach the people that they need to move are probably not a lot like them, mm-hmm. you know, so those of us who are responsible for developing a brand, if you own a brand, you should love it. You know, it's like a living thing that you need to care for. You should be proud of it. You should be um, the biggest champion of it, but you should also know it's not primarily for you. It's for the people that you need to reach.
0: Mm -hmm. How do you help your clients kind of hone in on that? Are there some questions that you ask or some ways that you help them think about that process?
1: Yeah. So thanks for asking that question. Each of my five things, um, are an actual exercise in our brand strategy offering. Um, and so we'll workshop all of these points. Mm -hmm. Um, we've got pretty cool collaborative exercises that we use, um, to dig deep with our clients for each of these points. Um, and for people is, is the same. We have a, um, a pretty cool exercise we use to create customer profiles. Mm -hmm. So we get as detailed as we can on those. Sometimes Mm -hmm. we even create a narrative that helps us really kind of use our imagination and get inside a customer's head. Mm -hmm. But in a perfect world, you know, we'll have a primary customer, we'll have a secondary customer and a tertiary customer, Mm -hmm. right? Because we might have different types of people we need to reach and we'll have that that sort of as much demographic information um, and, and, um, as much sort of uh, understanding of their personality, and what drives them, um, how they see, you know, the lens they see the world through. Um, so we can really design branding and communications that will resonate with them.
0: I love that. And it really does help you when you're talking to your specific person, right? To really hone in yeah. on that language, that um, environment that they're. Accustomed to, so that you can really use the kind of visuals, feelings that attract that specific person to you. So I, I love that. That's that's a an important part of, of what you do if you're going to be branding. Absolutely.
1: I mean, I think now more than ever in our culture, um, there's an emphasis and on emotional intelligence, and mm-hmm. it's important. That, um, you know, you you said like use the kind of language. I mean, whether you call it. Love languages or enneagrams, right like it's really important to understand other people don't communicate the way that you do mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. so like to use their language to to use to evoke the kind of um, imagery that's going to resonate with people, you have to know what those people are like
0: yeah, absolutely love that all right, number five, jeremy
1: so number five is promises you know we call promises um, we call core values our promises you know what? What will you not compromise? What do you promise yourself and others? Um, So it's about how, you know, if you have a team, if you have a corporate culture, it's about uh, creating standards for that culture. Um, And then those things also, um, we talk about branding, build from the inside out. Those things also apply to your customers. You know, you need to be consistent with who you say that you are. And that's real authenticity. Mm -hmm. But to do that, you have to really put, you have to put parameters to those values and so core values we call like the DNA of your brand.
0: Mhm. I love that.
1: And that that's promises.
0: I love I love that you you really uh simplify it, right? Cuz core values sometimes makes people feel like, "Oh my gosh." But in reality, when you say promises, it's like what are the promises that you are going to keep when it comes to dealing with your customers? And that makes it a little bit more approachable, I think. So I love that you have that take on that. Very cool.
1: Yeah. Like the promises also has to be a P word. I mean, I told you it has has to fit. (laughs) So yeah, promises are are super important.
0: The five Ps. I love it. Very awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. I love it. Tell us again how we can reach out to you, especially because this unique approach. So I've had an opportunity, I must say to the listeners, I've had an opportunity to have a taste of your brand and what you're about. And I'm really excited to continue that conversation. So tell the listeners again how they can uh, reach out to you.
1: Sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you have a brand, um, if you need to connect with people, you need to get noticed, um, or if you need some creative services, help developing communications that, um, stay true to the brand that you already have. Um, you can reach out to us at www.conspire.agency. And then on social, you can find us at, at conspire agency.
0: Love it. Thanks so much, Jeremy.
1: I appreciate you. Thank you very much.
0: Hey, everybody. I want to say thank you for all of your support. couple quick things. First of all, if you haven't already done so, go ahead and hit the subscribe button on where you listen to the podcast. But also in the show notes and on all of our social media accounts, please look for a link where you can actually join our community. You'll never miss another episode because you'll get the email. You can just click right over to the episode and listen to it. And you'll get to hear all of the fun stuff coming up. We are coming up on our 100th episode. Can't believe that. Have a lot of fun stuff planned. So make sure that you join our community by clicking on that link in the show notes that says join our community. We're on all of our social medias. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter on Instagram. You can join our community from any of those social media platforms. Till next time,